Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. How do you feel about lying if it benefits your kids? Is that like sending the right message? Because <laughs> she's debating that. And this is going to go for parents specifically. Because I mean, we all know lying is wrong, but if it has a benefit for your kid, is it okay? We'll talk about it today with Ask My Mom on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Welcome. If you're new, it's a podcast I do. I'm Steve Kramer, by the way. Hi. Uh, with my mom. And uh, we just have all kind of friends hop in here and tell all kind of stories. And uh, it's supposed to make you feel good and motivated by the end. So hopefully that's what we're going to do today. We're going to start, though, before we talk to my mom with this very special guest, the only person that I have seen on social media that doesn't <laughs> look like complete shit. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Thanks. That's a compliment. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Kramer. Man, I, I got to be honest. When we talked to you a couple of months ago, I a couple of, when, when, when did we when did you start your weight loss channel? This is Hula, by the way. Hula's a radio friend of mine, big name here in San Diego. I've been on the radio for two decades now and uh, was was part of uh, the the very dramatic January cuts that this yeah. uh, this city had. Um, yeah. but he has now started his own podcast. It's life with Hula. It's fantastic. And I'll, I'll link you. to it in the show notes and a TikTok star. He has become, well, thank you. Well, here's the thing. Can, before we talk about this, can I just yeah. say, this is my fourth appearance on your show. Wow. Which I am truly honored to be a part of it for four times. Oh, wow. So Thank just you. like SNL, if I come back for a fifth time, <laughs> do I get a certified uh, mama's boy like t-shirt or like, yes, like, yes, you know, like a yes. five timers club? Can I be part I, of the five timers club? I think, I think that will be yours. You get one more in and yes. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. I am so stoked about your merchandise. I was just like, yes, it's out there now. I'm ready for it. And I'm yeah, hoping man. to get it. Five timers club. <laughs> Five timers club. Contact me back anytime. I would love to come back. Unfortunately, because of, because of the budget, you can never come back again. Now, okay? oh, no, no, no! Can't afford that shirt right now, man. It's a little, little tough over here. A little but tough. yes, the last time we talked, um, I, it was the second round. I was about to start. Uh, I was at the beginning of the second round of my weight loss journey. Is when we started. And I, last I, I doubted you. I doubted you because mm -hmm. I, I obviously everybody's different, but I have done so terrible with <laughs> weight loss during quarantine. I didn't even know I was doing so bad until I stepped on the scale the other day. I've literally, I don't know where I really started. I knew that when I first weighed myself at the beginning, a couple of weeks into quarantine, I was at 186. Okay. And I usually would sit between like 175 and 180, but I don't know. I don't know. So I was, I was like six pounds up. And okay. then I, I've just been eating like shit. I've just been <laughs> sitting around. I've been doing nothing. And I just right. feel, you know, what you just feel, even though you don't step on the scale, you know, you just feel fatter. Right. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was talking to a friend about it. And she's like, just go away. She's like, I don't think you've gained any weight. You look fine. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah, too scared do. to step on that. And that's what Hula said before we came on. He's like, you look skinny. I'm like, don't start with me. I don't even do Insta <laughs> stories right now because I feel too fat. Like, that's how that's that's how you know you're too fat is when like you don't you don't even want to go on Instagram. You're so ashamed of how far you've let yourself go. So <laughs> I I step on I just stepped on the scale and I'm not I'm not doing it again today, but when I did it last week. I was at uh -huh. 196 and I'm like, oh my God, like I've gained probably at least 15 pounds. You got the and quarantine 15. I mean, literally it's the quarantine 15, the, like the, all the jokes that I, it's like I manifested this weight onto my body. 
So right. uh, it's uh, it's not right. it's not good. But then I watch you, and I I, I you know <laughs> I I watch you every day because of your Insta stories and your TikTok. So I, I it's kind of the same thing where if you see somebody every day, you don't notice as right. big of a difference. But I just right. knew going into it, I'm like this. He's not going to be able to drop all this weight during during quarantine. But uh-huh. you have. How long was your your weight loss um, challenge to yourself? How long did it go for? So I actually initially kicked it off on February 26th of this year. I was 293 pounds, so close to 300. Mm -hmm, And then we got mm -hmm. into quarantine. And then when I last talked to you, it was around May 1st or 2nd, because that's when um, I started the podcast. Right. By the time I hit May 2nd, I had already been down about 35 pounds. Okay, God, that is crazy. And That's then crazy. as of today, that now it's like 40 days later, because officially yesterday was my 40 days. Um, I am so I was 293, or excuse me, 294.1. Now today, stepping on my scale this morning, I was 239.7. God man. Yeah. So like 54 pounds lost within three and a half months. That is a, I mean, that's a big accomplishment, not in quarantine, but that right. is a, that is a massive, with all the stress with being out of work yep. and being a stay at home dad. I yep. mean, how, tell everybody, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, how, what was your game plan on weight loss? So I had done this previously. Um, I did it intermittent fasting where I didn't really eat from 6 p.m. till about noon. I just drank water uh, supplements. I just did that. And then at noon and 4.30, I did six ounces of fruit, six ounces of protein and eight ounces of veggies. Mm. And that's it. I literally didn't work out. I kind of set a goal of doing like 5,000 steps a day to keep it low, even though I'd go past it. But I, you know what they say? It's so cliche, but I hate to say it. 80% of what you put in your body is how it's so true. And and I just lowered my calorie intake to 700 to 900 calories a day. And now, and that's how I lost all the weight. Which and, that and is, that, now that crazy. is extremely low. I mean, that, right. that's not a lot of calories. Did you, right. is that like a hula made up diet or did you have someone guiding you along the way of, of like what your caloric intake should be? Because I remember before my wedding, I worked with a dietitian right. and I wanted to lose just a few pounds before my wedding. And I remember she had me on like an 1100 calorie diet and right. I wanted to die. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can't imagine. I mean, how did you not feel so hungry? Even because right now I'm, I'm like, I'm like starting to like peel back the layers, right? I right. am. So I'm like, I'm going to cut out all sugar. And I think yesterday was, cause that's for me is a big, that adds a lot. Like You're I stopped drinking. Drinker? I, no, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a soda drinker. I, like I love candy though. Candy sweets. Oh, got it. And got it, got it. I also have a terrible portion control. So okay. if I have a pint of ice cream, I know most people <laughs> can have like three bites and be fine with it. If it's there, right. whatever portion you give me, I am going to eat that portion. <laughs> and so if you give me a pint, even today, man, I was so mad at myself because I ordered Chipotle and about seventy five percent into my bowl, I was like, I'm full. Like I'm good. Like I, I need to stop right. eating. But I was like, I, I was like, let me just get like just one more bite. Let me just get like just exactly. one. Exactly that one more bite. Right. Right. And then all I'm of a sudden gonna... the, whole, the whole thing's gone. How did you do that? You had to be just so starving. Well, here's the thing. So the the 
I've done so many programs in my life. I've always been the lovable chubby guy. So I've been on MetaFast. You've heard about that. As a radio personality, sure. if you're the chubby radio guy, they will look at you and go, you should do an endorsement for weight loss. And so I was like, yes, yes, yes. So you get paid I to be skinny in radio for sure. Exactly. There's always an endorsement. Yep. Exactly. So I did the 1200 calorie thing with MetaFast, worked out, lost 100 pounds, then gained it back. And then I did this program called Nutramost, which actually um, incorporated intermittent fasting. And it fascinated me so much that I read about it. And so that's kind of why I, I, like their, their Nutramost program was a little bit more restrictive. Like you're not supposed to shampoo with oils. You're not supposed to use canola oil or like Pam spray when you cook your food. I do that wow. now. So yeah. I didn't, I wasn't as hardcore, but I did take these transformation drops um, that you can find on Amazon. I don't endorse it unless not, I don't get paid, but, um, <laughs> but you should, I should. Um, yeah. I took those three times a day under my tongue and they curbed my appetite. Like the first day I, I kid you not was the, is the worst day you get headaches. You kind of get agitated. You're like, Oh fuck it. I just want to go eat, you know, French fries right now. But then after the first day, your stomach shrinks and then you don't really like, honestly, I eat six ounces of veggies, which is like, okay, uh, here's a way I can describe it to everybody listening. So think of one turkey patty. Think of a bag of cauliflower rice. And then think of like six pieces of cantaloupe. That's all I eat for one meal. And I am full by the time I'm halfway through the meal, believe it or not. That's crazy. But like, how did like, uh, how long did that take it's you though weird. to, cause I, I, I'm the same way. I know that I can get there and, and, and right. like when my diet's on track, I'd be fine. But like right. I'm now thinking about eating that for dinner, I, I already feel hungry and I didn't even eat that. You know what I mean? Like I'm already, <laughs> I'm already hungry for you and it's not even a real thing right now. Yeah. So I, I, I lower the calorie intake still, still fasting until Saturday, Saturday morning. I get to incorporate breakfast back into the mix. I can mix my veggies. I can actually have more than one veggie. So I'm going to go <laughs> like, for example, a Chipotle and get me a keto bowl. I'm yeah. going to go, to, I'm going to get it in and out and I'm going to go get me a double, double protein style. Uh, so I'm going to go what, get me some sushi protein. What style. happens now? Like what happens to your body though? So you're, you're literally doubling or more. You're calories do you plan on gaining weight then with it no because i've done this before um the last time so i did the 40 so then for the next three weeks um as long as i incorporate healthy fats like avocados coke i cook everything in coconut oil uh, mm -hmm. i use ghee butter i use all those little you know healthy fats to incorporate back into my diet and just make sure I don't eat carbs. I'm say goodbye to carbs forever. And like now I'm closer to 200. I don't want to go back to 300. Like, and I've uh -huh. this time I'm saying it on your podcast. I've said it on my podcast. I'm not going back. Like it's got, I'm going to keep losing this weight. I'm actually hoping to get a trainer. Um, so if you know a good nice. trainer for that's pretty cheap, I want to, I want to get some muscle and it's weird when you lose weight, you kind of want to work out even though I hate running. Uh, sure. So we'll see what happens. When you say like, I'm not going back there. What is your motivation to say? I'm not going to get back there. Well, I used to wear triple XL shirts and mm -hmm. uh, size 44 pants. I have taken mm -hmm. all of those clothing and I actually, um, sent it to the Vietnam veterans association. They picked up my clothes. They're gone. Nice. I can't, nice. I don't have those, those I items to buffer myself. Um, and the fact that I, I was taking medication. I don't want to take medication anymore. I just feel like if I can kind of keep myself at a main, like 
I can have Halo Top, a pint of Halo Top, and then, all right, cool, I got my fix. So right. I don't think that there's other options, like I said, nowadays that will hopefully not get me back to that mindset. And then my mind, my mindset too. I feel like right now my mindset is I don't want to be Mr. World Olympic athlete, but I don't want to be Mr. Chubby sitting on the couch. I think, you know, where I really screwed myself is I, I honestly, to this day, since probably early February, I have not put on a pair of pants that has any uh-huh. type of structure to it. <laughs> <laughs> the elastic, the elastic really effed me this time, man. Like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. I don't think I'm fine anymore. Like, literally, no, see, just the elastic is the devil. That That's the funniest thing. I only wore joggers this whole time we've been quarantined. Uh-huh. So joggers, you know, there's, yep. it's basically sweats. Well, I put on a pair of jeans today and I was like, holy crap, I need a belt. Like, this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> but see, so, that's the fun way to do it. That's the fun way. I'm yeah, not in the yeah, fun one right now. <laughs> I, I want to be in a phase where I'm like, oh, these, these don't even fit. They're so big. <laughs> I, I, I am so terrified to put on a pair of jeans right now that I'm just like, nope. I'm still wearing like, like right now I've got on like denim shorts, but they're like, like they're like jogger shorts, so they're they're still right. elastic too at the top. I'm like, this is fine. Like this is <laughs> somebody needs to invent that macaroni and cheese that you can lose weight. I'm telling you, where is that weight loss mac and cheese, man? That's right? that's where the that's where the money's at right now. Got to figure out how can to do that. Can you make it with cauliflower I mean, rice or cauliflower mac and cheese? There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Yeah. There's got to be a, a easier pizza. solution because yeah. even those, um, even those. Because I, I, in case you don't know, I'm vegan and gluten free, and so that really right. takes away a lot of fun foods anyway. But they always have these substitute foods, and what you screw yourself on is like, oh, it's vegan mac and cheese it can't be that bad. But if you eat a whole box of that mac and cheese, it's 900 uh-huh. calories. So <gasps> like, it's, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's more than you're supposed to have in a whole day. And I was having that for at least one of m- maybe three to four meals a day. So <laughs> you know what will help yeah. me, and I. I think it will help a lot of people. This is what this is kind of like. A, a, and I am and people are going to be like, I hate that. Why are you even bringing that up? And I hated it, too. I got on the I got a Fitbit and I did yeah. the um, the Fitbit app and I have a Fitbit scale and it all links up together. So that way I can kind of journal what I eat and see. And I have a scale that I get away my food and stuff. I'm yeah. not going to be doing it that hardcore when I get to the you know, maintenance phase, but I'm going to still log my food. And that way I can go, Oh crap. I ate, you know, I gained three pounds. Why did I do that? What did I eat yesterday? And then that way it can kind of, you can reset yourself. See, that's smart. That's, that's an, I, again, I know, I know what I need to do. Like I'm still working out like three days a week. So I'm not like, which I was working out like five days a week, five or six days a week. So it's still like half of what I was, but I just, I just got, I can't, I can't sit back and say, because for me, weight loss, I mean, weight gain always comes when I'm uncomfortable. I, every time. Right. Like right. every time I move to a new city, I just, I know I'm going to gain weight because I'm just uncomfortable. Everything feels unfamiliar. And to me, food always feels comforting. Right. Uh, I know for me, it's like literally just cutting back on the calories. Like it's not okay to eat a, a whole box of macaroni and cheese multiple times a week it's just not okay right. you know so right. i got like right <laughs> i got to but one back, time man. A, but one time a week it's cool like you know i i think uh, uh, i think don't, don't, give me, don't give me an inch don't give me an inch man don't that's <laughs> you'll take the mile that's a gateway drug <laughs> whenever we come back on the radio man 
when are we? I'm leaving this up to you. You've got to go first, you know? No, Yo, you got to go first. You're the talent. I'm the producer. That's all I do. You know, no, I, 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 I'm waiting I, on you. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> well, when jobs open up, I mean, we're, we're, re- we're already reopening California. Can't we just like get radio stations to open up and hire people back? First? <laughs> Can this be my audition reel? Come on. I feel feel like, honestly, the radio stations have been in quarantine mode for about 15 years now. (laughs) (laughs) They've been been furloughing people before y'all even knew what that term even means. So don't even. Exactly. Exactly. We've been going through this. Maybe you're doing such an amazing job with your podcast. I share with all my radio friends, like, it can happen where somebody loses their job, and yet you still can provide uh, PPE for nurses with having your podcast. Like I said it before and I'll say it again. Like what you're doing with your podcast is amazing. I love your mother. Your mom should be like the new, like she should be like the Atlanta's Oprah. Like I feel (laughs) like she's amazing and brings such a positive light in, in this crazy effed up world we're in right now. See, uh, I think that is the best way to describe her. She is, she is fantastic. And and your podcast is going great too. Are you still, still doing it daily, right? I mean, you're doing it daily. I'm going to be leaning away from the weight loss stuff. I'll talk about it here and there. Mostly it's been about weight loss. Now it's going to be just about my life. I don't know. Maybe I'll copy you. You're so successful. Like you have all these Um. followers. I have like 12. Um, so uh, I feel like you're big time and I'm this little fish in the pond. I've, I've only got 15, so you're not far behind. Just get three more people to come over and you'll be on the same, the same level. Maybe, maybe three people from this podcast can go listen to me. Right. That's all we need. It's three of you guys to go over there. But seriously, like there's not many of us that do daily podcasts. So if you're looking for it and a lot of people like, Hey, I actually just had somebody message me today saying like, Hey, I'm, uh, who else do you know that does daily podcasts? And I recommend yours because not everybody, if you're looking for like a, listen, these are like, we, we do different type of programming than a lot of podcasters do. We're like companionship, right? Right. We, we just right. want to like share our life with you and you share our life with us. And right. so Hula's, Hula's podcast is great for that. So I, I recommend well, thank you. Life with Hula. I'll put a link down in the uh, the show notes so that you can go check it out. He's a thank TikTok you. star. Hula Giant. SD, right? Right. Hula SD. My podcast is mainly about like my life with a, you know, even parenting, like because I'm the married guy with a special needs kid. So I talk about right. that a lot. So if you're a and parent, a stay, and you want to home dad right now, stay, stay at home dad slash teacher slash lunch lady slash mm-hmm. PE coach slash whatever <laughs> yeah, is yeah. happening in this world. So, yeah, <laughs> I think all the parents can uh, can relate to it. So, oh, God, yeah. All right, man. Well, it's good talking with you. I appreciate you hopping on today. And congratulations. Hey. That's a massive weight loss. Thank you, my friend. It's always such a I'm honored to be a part of your show and. I'm always rooting for you. And I know, I mean, obviously you already have things in mind, so it's not like you're having to worry about anything, but yeah. Well, let's not, let's not get carried away. There's a lot to worry about. (laughs) 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 But thank you. Thank you for making me sound much better than I actually am. So thank thank you. you. You're doing big things. You're huge, man. You're huge. Huge. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. So sweet. Thank you. Hula. All right. Take care. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. We still have so much show to get to. We got to do Ask My Mom up here in a couple of minutes and uh, some big news, some big news about the podcast here next on the Certified Mom's Boy podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Uh, I did something today that I think I'm hoping I'm not going to regret. You know, you have to make decisions in your life and just hope you're doing the right thing. And the words that I'm about to say are really make me apprehensive because if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that I have been trying to find a job. (laughs) And... (laughs) 
because of that, I have been a little stressed out over it. Now, before, I want to preface that with no matter what, this podcast isn't going anywhere. I learned the hard way that you can't just have a job, one job in entertainment anymore. And I've honestly put too much damn work into this <laughs> to, <laughs> to stop now. To stop now. Like it's, <laughs> it's the ball is rolling. And so the ball will continue to roll. So if you're like, well, I don't want you to, I want to have this podcast and I'm going to keep trying to grow and figure this podcast out forever. So don't worry about that. Um, but I, I just off the bat, I'm going to need something to supplement my income. And so I'm, I'm still looking at radio jobs too and see if I can figure out how to do both. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, today I turned down a radio job. Oh. And that's like the first one that I think I have personally turned down since I've been looking. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird, scary thing to do when you're looking for work. There's a lot of different things that uh, I guess you have to think through. Right. You need a job because I mean, I've told you guys that I'm on severance right now. I've got, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you the exact details, but I got a little bit more time left on my severance package, (laughs) but not much. Yes. Not much time left. So I'm starting to get into like the nitty gritty of it all, but I actually turned down a job today that wasn't just, it it wasn't quite right. Okay. It was was a good job Mm -hmm. and it was offered. Mm -hmm. And part of me is like, so I just taken that job. So I just done it. Mm. I'm gonna look back in a couple of months when I'm, you know, moving in with you and say, I wish I would have <laughs> taken that job and not have wasted it. <laughs> I heard from a therapist one time when I was in Tampa, uh, yeah, in Tampa, and I lost my job, and I was kind of going through the same thing. Where I was like, should I do this? Should I do that? She's almost like what something she said was like, there's there's no like shoulds. You just do, and then there's no what ifs because, mm. like, what if you, what if you you know, took that job and you, uh, went on and and you did it and you got in a car wreck on the way over there. You know, like there's, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Like, oh man, I should have taken that because it would have been the end of my financial struggles, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it could have been, or I could have been, if I were to move to that city and go do that job, it, it could have led to something else that wasn't as positive. But you know what I'm going to say? What? Follow your heart. Listen to your gut. I just you know every time you don't and and things oh. don't go like you expect them. You look back and you know, you know. There's always that knowing. I knew there was something telling me not to do that. It's I just really weird to turn, turn down a job when you need a job. <laughs> you know, like it's a right. really weird. It was a really weird concept, mm-hmm. very surreal of being like, <laughs> I'll pass. Mm-hmm. So That's very good. apprehensively, very apprehensively. That's good. That says that you believe in yourself enough to know that the right job is coming. Lord, we'll see. We'll see. Well, speaking <laughs> of this podcast, I made an announcement on uh, the uh, – I sent out an email to you guys yesterday, and I put on social media. You may have seen that coming uh, – in regards to this podcast, we are going to launch the merch store on uh, next week. So – uh, from clothing for adults and for kids. And we've got some drinkware that we'll be releasing uh, for all the certified fans. You're going to get it on 
Monday. You'll have all of Monday to get it before anybody else. Uh, hmm. Typically, you'll have a longer of a window, but this since we got pushed back a couple of weeks on this, I just need to really just launch it. So I want to give you guys the benefit of giving the first 24 hours for you. And then uh, regular general sale goes on or goes on sale on Tuesday. So I am uh, I'm excited to, to get that out there and hmm. for the world to see. Hopefully I'm excited, even well, though my tote bag didn't make the cut. Nope, no tote bag. Uh, no tote um, bag. It's really cute. Anyway. I um, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe in, in the future, we. <laughs> it just makes me uh, nervous because I. This is like way out of my comfort zone, right? Like <laughs> my comfort zone is talking into a microphone. Setting up an online store and creating merchandise to sell is not my. Uh, <laughs> is not in my wheelhouse. But good for you for branching out there. And you know what I've noticed is I love people saying "love you forever" now. Yeah. Like you, that you, is so you, cool. Where did you, like, why did you come up with that? I mean, you say it all the time and you always have, but I don't even know like where that came up, like, where that came from. Well, I'll tell you when it struck home from, from me was when aunt's mother died. That's my brother's husband. Husband. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was thinking about his mom and, and I said to him, remember that she'll always live in your heart and that she will love you forever. And it just, it just touched me that how wonderful is that? That I'll love you forever, even after I'm not here on this earth, my love will still be with you. I just love that. So it thrills me when I hear people say that when they call in. Well, I can tell you, as a little sneak peek, there is a couple of I uh, Love You Forever items in the the merch store next week. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I think it's a cool, cool campaign that you started here. I think it's a good message for for everybody, especially right now. So that's uh, fine. I'm turning I'm turning down jobs that I know I'd be great at, and I'm opening jobs that I I'm, I think I might be terrible at. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why take a radio job when I can just uh, start a clothing store? <laughs> Sit instead? here and drive myself crazy doing yeah, things I've never right. done before. Yep. yep yeah, it's yep, exciting. Yep. Yay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see a, next ooh, week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, gotta, we should start a segment with that where mom like gives a quick review of the things she likes or she doesn't like. Just so we can go through things for the week and you can give it a whoop whoop or not. <laughs> Well, speaking of employment, I know that you found an article you want to talk about today. So this is what not to say to someone who was laid off or furloughed during COVID-19. Okay. A woman named Monica Torres. So when I read this, and maybe maybe it's okay because I'm your mom, but I just thought it would be interesting for you to comment on how these questions affect you. So the okay, first well, let's, one, let's go through them. Okay. So the first one is, why now? How did they tell you? Did they give you a severance package? Yeah. I know that one doesn't bother me as much. That that shows that people are are concerned. Why now? I mean, I think everyone <laughs> knows why now. You know, like what? <laughs> wow. Well, you're kind why of now? public. <laughs> yes, right. This is a great. This is a great time. Our economy is so strong. How could they furlough you or let you go? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, mine before was. I mean, it was really hard because you have so many eyes on you, and it's really embarrassing, and it really doesn't make complete sense. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much truth I can really fully explain. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think. To me, when people are asking, like, the did you get a severance or, you know, are they taking care of you? 
that mm-hmm. was a point of like asking for concern. So that part didn't bother me as bad. Okay. Well, this person says, instead of prying for information, let the person decide how much they're willing to share with you before you ask. And then asking less and listening more is the most respectful approach. See, I'm, but see, I'm so different, I guess, because I'm just so, there's not one ounce of my life. I feel like it hasn't been uncovered. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a sharer. There's maybe a little bit, a lot of people are much more private. I'm more like, I got fired. Oh my God, it's terrible. Let me do a podcast about it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Number two. (laughs) All right. You're not alone. At least you're not the only one who is unemployed right now. Yeah, that doesn't really help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was kind of nice in my case. And I I guess that like I told you, we talked about this before, a podcast before about how I actually started feeling better when other people got let go because Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was the only person trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that takes away from... It's a little non-compassionate, I would say. Like, well, at least everybody else is But to me, it didn't really affect me in a negative way. Okay. They, they say that somebody might be laid off and they're okay. And for some people, it's devastating. It's not always okay. And not thinking about things from that, your perspective can be helpful. I don't know if anyone's okay with it, right? Anybody like getting laid off? Unless you just hate your job and looking for a way to get out of it. But yeah, okay. It's not pleasant. Think of all, and I know I've said this. I say this almost every day. Think of all you have to be grateful for. Thank goodness it's not yeah, whatever, uh-huh. oh. whomever. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. and I I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really do. But, but I, I, hear but I but. feel like it, it it takes away, it like devalues <laughs> the problem that you're trying to face, right? Mm-hmm. Well, think about all the wonderful things in your life. Well, yeah, but let's like also talk about the, the, the not so great thing in my life because <laughs> it's also there. You know, I'm I'm trying to be a believer in positive thinking. But I'm struggling with it because thinking positive doesn't also take away the fact my mortgage is due in a couple of months, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, um, I think you have to weigh both. And I feel like when you say, but think about all the positive things going on, that Mm -hmm. doesn't negate the rest. I remember a a while ago, I put something on my Insta story about, I forget was something was wrong with my house. I had to get something repaired. I don't remember what it was, but I put on my Insta story like, oh, it's so annoying have a house and a woman was like you should just be thankful you have a house and i responded back like publicly like can you have both can it be both can't you be thankful but it's also annoying it's got to be like having kids like you can be thankful you have your kids but they can annoy the shit out of you and like it's okay for it to be both (laughs) that's true that's true like one doesn't (laughs) prove the other one's not right Mm -hmm. this one this article says it's invalidating and it minimizes the individual's story because typically yeah. for many folks, this is loss and fear. So forgive me, honey. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says what not to do is to assume that your role is to make somebody feel better about it. Oh, my God. I know I've done that. Well, I don't know. I like when people try to make me feel better about it. <laughs> okay. I and may again, be able to- again, it's listen more than talk. Like I mean, the, the thing is, ear. like, there's no answer. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't yeah. give me a job. You can't yeah. take back my other job. It's not like that. So, um, I don't. So that one's okay uh, for you. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Number four is when I lost my job. Do you hear that one? Uh, yeah. No, you hear a lot of radio people say that, and. And a lot of people say that to me still of like, I lost my job, but now I'm, you know, um, 
I'm so glad I did because now I'm blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And those stories are actually pretty helpful. If it's okay. like like that, maybe not so much like what to do. Like if it's like well, when I lost my job, I was effing terrible. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe there's like a positive ending to the story. Yes. Yes. Someone, but if not, who's, then, someone who's come out on the other side better. Yeah. That's encouraging. Yep. yep. Okay. And then last but not least, number five. And I know I say this. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. <laughs> well, what does it say on there about that? What's like the professional opinion on that? It says what not to do is to assume that your role is to make somebody feel better about it. They're more likely to get there if you make the space for them to get through whatever is going on. I don't. I think I'm a little different than most humans, though. Mm-hmm. I kind of need somebody to tell me it's going to be fine. Well, that's good. <laughs> I need. That's yeah, good because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. my mantra to you. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, everything's fine. This is just <laughs> fine. I mean, my- for anybody that's lost their job, it's it's a it is a mind mess. It, it really will. It's hard to explain if you haven't been through it before, especially if it was. I mean, for a lot of these situations, it was pretty similar to mine, to where it was like, "Hey, you, you know, surprise, you're fired." Um, so I I know it's like um, it's really it's a struggle to get through. It's hard for you to see, at least for me, see the other side. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful to have this podcast because that means I can kind of sit at home and like sulk over it and also <laughs> be productive. Right. So, and be creative and use your energy and your platform for good. Yep. So bottom line is listen more than talk and share advice only when asked. Acknowledgement is better than silence. Share your professional contacts. Check in on them more than once. Boy, I do that. Team up with others to provide help. And that's it. I think that too, like the, that's the one thing that is a struggle and because the radio business is tough right now because there's so few jobs. Mm-hmm. And so you, what happens is you get let go. And I don't know if this is every industry. It probably is, but you get let go. And like the first couple of weeks, everyone's like, Hey, how are you? They're checking. How are you doing? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Hey, mm. how about this job? I got this. I got it. But then after a while, people just stop checking in mm-hmm. um, because it kind of becomes the norm, right? Like you mm-hmm. being out of work kind of becomes normal to them. Mm-hmm. And they kind of forget that. And especially now with everything, with everything going on. But I would say like, Check in. Don't forget about your unemployed friends, especially the ones that are furloughed right now and didn't see this coming. Let's just say hi. You don't have to go in and be all nosy with like, what's going on? But right. just check in. Just remember that they're going through this struggle. And mm-hmm. if you, you may not have the right words, but at least just to say hi and see what's and up. Listen. And, yeah. listen. Yeah. Just let them know yeah. you're there and that you'll love them forever. See, there you go. Bring your mm-hmm. tagline in. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, before I ask my mom, um, I'm going to ask my mom to do me a quick favor and give me a whoop whoop. Okay. Uh, Love it. And we launched our, our certified fans program and mm-hmm. just want to give a shout out to our newer certified fans. And you can become one by going to certifiedmamasboy.com and just mm-hmm. signing up for $5 a month. And when you do, you get all kind of perks and you also get – uh, like, for example, you're going to get first dibs on merch. You're going to get a discount on merch. You're going to get uh, a premiere episode, which you're going to get. Let me think. It will be today. You're going to get a premiere episode like five days before anybody else and stuff like that. So um, uh, I want you to give a whoop whoop after each of these. Okay, Mom? Okay, I'm ready. 
I uh, want to give a shout out to Tanya over in Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> Melissa Collins uh, from Santee. And Sheena from National City. And Isabel from uh, Bonita. And one more, Mandy from, from Mesa, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple. awesome awesome yeah thank you thank so you thank you great thank you all so much for your support welcome to the certified fans fam and it's showing your love forever yeah right forever. Hey, yeah love us forever <laughs> if you truly love us forever then be a certified fan <laughs> <laughs> Show the love. <laughs> I, gotta, I really got to start a segment with that. Um, okay, let's uh, let's get into ask my mom. It's a segment we do Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you have a question for it, you can always email me Kramer. Or, sorry, that guy Kramer at gmail.com. You can also uh, DM me at that guy Kramer on Instagram, and we can go from there. Okay, um, I don't think she wanted me to give her name, so I'm not going to. <laughs> Said, hi, Kramer. I decided to be a certified fan. I'm so excited. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Yes, uh, thank you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for your show. How does your mom feel about white lies to benefit your kids and family? My daughter's fourth birthday is coming up in two weeks, and we found a guest house in La Jolla on Airbnb. It has an amazing pool in the backyard. We were going to rent it for two nights because my daughter loves to swim. I booked it last week, and I just got a message from the house owner that said that due to the new rules of the coronavirus, they're only allowed to rent it to people that are traveling because the coronavirus uh, are traveling because of the coronavirus, and she just needs me to say yes. Obviously, that's not why we're staying there. My husband said it's not a big deal that no one is going to get hurt if we say yes. I don't feel like it's right. He just said we. Uh, he said I would just be taking this away from my daughter and the virus has already taken away enough. Um, my husband also gave me a hard time because I've lied about her age to get a discount at Disneyland and the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so is it any different? Did your mom lie for you? And should I say yes, love you forever with a ton of exclamation points at the end. Mm -hmm. We love you forever too. Uh, and thank you for being a certified fan. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Yeah. All right, lying when it benefits either you or your family. Mm. Uh, obviously, in this situation, like no one's going to get hurt, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no damage that can be done. Right. But it's still we can. I mean, everyone listening can probably agree that lying is not the right thing. So, mom, lying though to benefit your kids. Obviously, it sounds like we got this cool little guest house in La Jolla, and their, their house has a nice pool they can go use. It'd be a fun little birthday celebration. All she has to do is just say, yes, we're traveling because of the coronavirus, and that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, thoughts? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you can always twist things around. <laughs> because, indeed, you are kind of traveling because of the coronavirus, right? <laughs> Maybe you've been cooped up with that four-year-old for three months. And you and your husband and your four-year-old need a break, right? 
So well, we can, I actually but did we can some just, research. We can justify lies. No, we sure. Can always sure. justify <laughs> lies. <laughs> so I did some research on this too, and there was a new law that was put in place uh, here in San Diego a couple of weeks ago, which was that you're only allowed to travel if you're like working. It looks, looks like more like a working for the coronavirus and you can't stay anywhere else, right? Like if you're oh. traveling into town for it. Uh-huh. Um, so, cause I was like, is that really a rule? I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently, yeah. And that, that's not even just with Airbnb, but it's with hotels too. Like you can only, you have to like agree that you're, you're like traveling because of the, you had something to do with the coronavirus. So mm-hmm. it technically is a law, mm-hmm. but I mean, what's worst case scenario here? Worst case scenario, I mean, it could be bad. Let's say that the, you know, she says yes, and then somehow Airbnb finds out that it wasn't, and then she gets her Airbnb, or he or she gets their Airbnb privileges taken away. Hmm. I mean, that could be bad too, right? That could be bad. I mean, you did know. you ever did you lie for us when we were kids? Did you ever used to lie about like our ages or anything to benefit us back in the day? Oh, I am sure I probably did. Not that I'm necessarily proud of that, but yeah. you know, I'm I'm sure maybe when you were getting on a ride at Six Flags or Disneyland or Disney World or wherever, maybe I said you were ten instead of nine. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I probably did that. So in this situation, let's say that it was my birthday. It was my fourth birthday. I love to go swimming. There was a house that had this nice pool and. We were going to be able to go and, you know, spend time and with the family and, you know, we're still going to be safe and everything else. But you just had to lie and say, yes, we are traveling and we're doing this because we have something to do with the coronavirus specifically. Would you say yes to keep the birthday party intact or would you say no? Uh. You you could be jeopardized. I mean, truly, to me, that's... uh, that's the only downfall I see is that you could be jeopardizing that person's house yes, for future stays, right? Like if, yes. if they find out Airbnb that you're lying, I don't, I don't know what the consequences were, but yes, I don't know. You know. I don't know. This is such an insane time. I know. It's such an insane time, something like we've never, ever confronted. And there are so many things that are different about this time. Sure. Um, that, you know, we might not do in quote unquote more normal. I don't know what normal times are anymore, but more normal times. But I would say, you know, you've got to decide for yourself what's the best thing to do for you and your family. I don't know what I would do. Would you do it or Honestly, not? Like, if you had to make a decision know, right now. That's the question. You know, I don't know the situation. I don't know how much stress there is on your family. You know, I don't know how important you all feel. Obviously, your husband thinks it's a great idea to go ahead and proceed. I mean, I think I might err on the side of, yeah, taking a I chance. I think I would, too. And I don't know that makes me a bad person. I don't know that, like... Yeah, well, it's a lie. <laughs> a lie is a lie. I know. Like, like, it's you like know? I mean, I, I'm struggling with it, but I'm sure that I've been not so honest about, I, I can't honestly can't think, you know, I'd tell you if I could think of a time recently where I've had to like bend the truth on, you know, what is and what isn't. But I, to me, there's just some lies that are okay. And <laughs> well, I know some it sounds lies terrible. are worse than others, but yeah. a lie is still a lie. I, I, but you know, sh- if you go into it, knowing you're lying, you know, just ask for forgiveness. Wow. I mean, if Nancy Yancey thinks it's okay, then we're all okay. I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm so glad I don't have to make that decision. 
I would lie. I would I would lie. Parents, though, where are you at? I guess two kind of phone calls we can take today. Number one, would you do that? Especially parents, because I feel like that's a whole different level of, yes. you know, for example, if I was just going to take a weekend trip with a friend or something, you know, like, oh, let's just go to Palm Springs for the weekend. Right. And then there was, I'd be like, well, it's probably the wrong time. I don't want, but like, if this is my kid's birthday mm-hmm. and they love swimming and we don't have access to a pool anywhere. And obviously, and all like you can't have your friends over. I mean, yeah. you can't have a traditional birthday party where you have your friends and yeah. four year olds are feeling isolated from their friends. And, you know, there's a lot of frustration for kids around that. Not only not being able to go to school, but not being able to play with their playmates and connect. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so we talked to that, or has anybody like broken that rule? Has anybody actually, and you can just keep yourself anonymous if you want to, but have you just said, F it, I'm just going to agree and I'm just going to go stay and, and like, was it an issue? Did it present issues for you? Our phone number 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Tomorrow, I don't know if you were listening to, I forget what day it was, maybe Tuesday, I had a voicemail from a woman that said, hey, I'd kind of like to get some follow-ups from some from some people, like what they decided to actually do. So I was thinking um, tomorrow, I actually did a follow-up from one of our, our Ask My Moms and how it, I won't tell you which one yet, but um, well, I'll, still, I'll, I'll try to start following up with more people so we can kind of get some more updates on how things went. But tomorrow, I'll give you an update on, on a previous one, okay? Okay. All right. Sounds great. I'll be listening. <laughs> well, I hope that you better be. <laughs> I'm going to be listening every day and buy a lot of merch next week, okay? And always rate you five yeah. stars. Okay. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And if you aren't a certified fan, become one because we will love you forever. <laughs> I'm glasses of wine have you had today, be honest. <laughs> Just one. I'm still Just working one. on it. Okay. I'm right, almost loose, finished loose with it. Usual. Looser than usual today. So. <laughs> Remember, you can always delete everything or edit out. No way. Not today, Everything show. I say. Sure. Oh, boy. That's why All I listen, right. to see what you edited out. <laughs> yeah, I get it. As you should. Okay. Okay. I love you. Love you forever. All right, at the end of the show, in case you're new, we do the good news. Just good news going on in the world. And we'll start with our buddy, Michael Jordan. Don't ask me any Michael Jordan facts. I don't know anything about sports. I know he's number 23. Wasn't he 45 at 1.2? He played for the Bulls, and he played for... Can you play for somebody else? That's all I know. Let's not get too crazy. Anyway, Michael Jordan and the Jordan brand have announced a $100 million donation to organizations dedicated to ensuring racial equality, social justice, and greater access to education. I think it's great. Um, there's a statement they released that said, Through our Jordan Wings program, we have focused on providing access to education, mentorship, and opportunity for black youth facing the obstacles of systemic racism. But we know we can do more. We must join forces with the community the government and civil leaders to create a lasting impact together. This is the president of the Jordan brand. The past few months have shown us that the power of our global community and a passion that transcends cultural and regional boundaries. On the Jordan brand responsibility to support the next generation, they wrote, we embrace that responsibility. So there you go, man. How about that? Uh, I don't, I didn't know much about the Jordan foundation, but they've done all kind of like, sorry, the Jordan wings program, uh, all kind of good things. They've been giving all kind of scholarships out throughout the year. 
years. Um, let me see donations. They pledged a million dollars before to the international association of chief of the police institution and community police relations and the NAACP defense fund in 2016. Shout out MJ number 45, number 32, <laughs> number six. He's, he's doing good work. hundred million bucks going to racial equality. And the coronavirus ain't over yet, man. I know y'all think it is. I know y'all, I went out today to get lunch at Chipotle and uh, yep, the, the world is packed right now. It's, it's crazy to me. Uh, so there is a territory over in India. It is called Puducherry. And I think that's Puducherry. I may be saying that wrong. Anyway, uh, there is a doctor over there that has taken on his own task of completing 40 days of food distribution to the elderly. Just a normal dude, man. He's a principal, actually, at this college. And he's been serving hot meals to those confined in their homes during the local lockdown starting in March. The doctor's name is Sassy Dash. He said, it's been my dream to give back to society and the nation. My soul guided me to take the first step. I took the initiative of channelizing the positive energy of the local people and started to feed 250 people on one day. Uh, normal man just taking his saying, this is my responsibility. I need to do it and get in out there and do it. So shout out, Sassy. I think it's S-A-S-I. I wish my name was Sassy. My new radio name, Sassy Steve. <laughs> it's probably not pronounced Sassy. Okay, and for made me laugh today, I'm going to go back to the intro of the show. We talk about weight loss and how I just, ugh, I don't want to. I want there to be something easier than eating 700 calories a day, hula. This comedian's name is Kostaki Ekonopoulos, and he's got some easier ways for us to take off the weight. Oh, we're doing research on the mice, right? Because we're for a drug to make us thin. Because we all want to be thin. We just don't want to have to eat less or move around. <laughs> So American. We're freaked out about thinness. I heard a diet product out on the radio. This is their claim. It works three times faster than starvation. <laughs> How do they even know it works faster than starvation? I have some bizarre clinical trial. Here's Mandy. She eats three meals a day and uses our product. Next to her, little Naboo, he's starving. <laughs> no, no, Naboo, you can't have her food. You're the control group. <laughs> There's a big trend now, the stomach staple, right? Surgical procedure to make your stomach smaller so you can't eat as much. Call me old-fashioned, but if you want to eat less, so, I don't know. Have you tried eating less? <laughs> How about a lip staple? That'll work just as well. <laughs> staple your fingers together. Try it in Pringles like this. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to eat less, but you can wear one of those big funnels they put on the cats and dogs. You can't quite reach your mouth. You're saying, don't have surgery at that. It's stupid and expensive. For the same money, you could hire a guy to follow you around and knock food out of your hand. All right, that, that video, by the way, you want to see the whole thing is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. All right, okay, good show today. Thanks so much for Hula, and uh, check him out. And my mom, check her out, and check me out. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, love you, bye. Hey, it's Pam from South Carolina. I just wanted to let you know I had to stop the podcast after mom and dad were on today. And I felt like I was at the kitchen table having family conversation and laughing my butt off. I truly enjoyed that. Thanks. Have a great day. Love you, mean it. Always and forever. Okay, that's it for today. 
Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 